Welcome to the High Quality Fun Podcast. On this episode, we talk to Tyler and Becca who purchased an adventure van so they can travel and create memories with their four young kids. Ranging from ages three to nine, these kids have seen and done more in their lifetime than most adults as they ride around with their parents to bike, hike, boat, and ski. This is my first episode where I got to talk to a family and reflect on how important it is to raise kids into your lifestyle instead of changing everything to raise kids. Stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. For sure. So we met in college at Weaver State. Uh, Tyler was on his last year and I was finishing up my associates. Uh, and then we've been married for 12 years. We lived in Washington for a few years uh, before we had kids while he went to uh, school to get his doctorate. He's a physical therapist. So, and Washington was a place where we gained a lot of these activities together. We started rock climbing and we went mountain biking for the first time together. And uh, we've always been active. Tyler's always been uh, more hobby oriented. <laughs> yeah, I grew up going down to Southern Utah, hiking, climbing, biking. My dad had a boat, so we went out boating all the time. So all outdoor activities we grew up doing. Um, yeah, so he had that background, and I was always athletic, but I didn't. I did none of those things, so I had to learn all of those as an adult, which was a trial sometimes. <laughs> but uh, it was super fun, and we knew that we wanted to raise our kids adventurous and outdoorsy because that's where we thrived, and we wanted them to have that same experience. So, yeah, we have four kids, ages nine, seven, five, and three, and they're just awesome. They're super fun. And we've been through so many experiences with them now to where they're actually the ages where, Hey, they want to go skiing. They want to go hiking. They want to go biking. Like they want to do it. It's not just us dragging them along as it kind of is when they're, when they're little, you have to introduce yeah. those things to them. So it's, it's fun. It's a fun stage of life. Yeah. that's, that's, kind of why I wanted to have you guys on is because we, we have a young family. We don't have four. We have a, a two and a half year old and a one year old. And I feel like we're in the thick of it. It's getting easier every day. You're nodding along. That, that, that makes me feel better because yes. it will get easier. Yeah. Um, and before, before we had the kids, we did a lot of camping. We did this truck camping event where we literally lived out of our truck with this, you know, quick pop-up tent that we, we put our puppy around with us. And we went all over the United States, did that for a month straight. And it was awesome. That's cool. And yeah, now we have these two kids and we bought a pop-up and we're hoping that that's kind of a, you know, a bigger tent that we can raise them in and get them used to a lot of this stuff. Uh, so yeah, when did you guys get the van to start doing this? And I, I guess did the nine-year-old was he already trained up in all, all these events and all these, uh, not events, all these sports by the time the three-year-old came around? Yeah, so I'll talk to the activities and then hand the van stuff over to Tyler. But uh, we've started each of our kids early. Uh, so around three, four, uh, they've all started biking, you know, uh, without training wheels. Our second daughter was biking without training wheels at two and a half. 
So they've all just, they've started really early. They all started skiing around the age of three. Um, like I said, Tyler's dad has a boat. So we've always gone out in the boat. They've been on that boat since they were in diapers and they were newborns and the life jacket squished them. <laughs> they could barely breathe and they hated every minute of those life jackets, but now they love it. And so, yeah, they've just grown up yeah. doing all of these. Things. Yeah. Simon, our nine-year-old has, he's like, yeah, my favorite sports are wakeboarding and, you know, um, skiing. skiing, you know, that's what he loves to do. And, um, we're going to try to keep on, keep on having him do that. Yeah. That, fostering that. yeah that, that. Hey, he's so good. He can probably beat me down the mountain. Yeah. So that was actually funny. The other day we went skiing and my, my dad, so I grew up skiing with my dad. I, I started when I was in well, seventh grade and my dad was a ski patroller. And so decent, decent skier. Um, and we skied down this hill on Saturday this last week and, my Simon beat him down the mountain, you know, and my dad leaned to me. He's like, I think Simon's better than me. And I was like, I think he is, <laughs> you know, and he's just like, oh crap, you know, and, and he, he just, yeah, he's just taken off with it. So, and, and that's how the rest of the kids are. They, they're doing, they're doing fantastic with the things we're having them do and they're having fun doing it. So we're going to keep them doing it. Um, but yeah, with the regards to the van, we, uh, um, you know, we wanted, we wanted some form of vehicle to be able to, to get us to do all these different activities. Um, we we kind of went the non-traditional route. Um, I grew up playing baseball too, as well. That was my one, that was my sport growing up playing competitive baseball throughout my life. And I played all the sports she, and, and we, we did the weekend tournaments and the nights gone away. Yeah. And, and all the, the trips down to Southern Utah, Idaho, like everywhere, just, go 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 playing ball but uh um we were looking at we kind of talked for a while and we we're like we just don't know if we want that lifestyle we're gonna of of me separating and going and taking the kids somewhere else her doing that and then having friends take the, one of the kids to something else we just didn't know that was the that was the type of lifestyle we wanted to to go forward with and so um we were exploring this of well, how about we just see if we can, you know, every other weekend go away, you know, on a little trip, you know, start exploring and, and being in nature and doing all these different activities outside and, and get them outside. Cause you know, this day and age, it's more screen time than anything. And so we, we wanted to get them away from that. And, um, and so probably, I don't know, a good three, three years ago or so we, um, we kind of decided on a van um, more than we looked at RVs. We looked at, you know, class C's and um, campers, everything. Every option. We looked at trailers like pop-up trailers. We looked at these off-road rugged trailers too, as well with a truck, you know, but we have six people in, in, in there, um, six people. So we have to figure out, well, we can't do a, a truck camper because I don't want to do three a seats of three and, we can't do, I don't want to do an RV because then we can't go off on BLM land off, you know, we got to have to have high clearance to be able to get to a couple of places we want to go to. And, and then, um, I found a couple of companies, um, that I wanted to, um, go with that, that were building out these vans that could fit six. There's only a couple, there's not very many, there wasn't very many van companies out there that build out for six, 
Um, and so, but we did find a couple and then we, we researched those and looked into he researched I, I researched those hours months <laughs> it's all he did yeah, i get it man when when we finally settled on the pop-up it was it was the same thing it's like do we get a rooftop tent do we get a truck camper do we get a van i think the end goal is to get like a, a short bus or build a van out uh-huh. uh we actually built like 70 percent of our house with our own hands oh, nice. so uh and, and there's this website called far out ride have you have you seen them i've i've heard of them yeah they they have uh they buy a transit or whatever and they just over documented everything they did to build this van out it's it's like i'm an engineer so it was just like a i nerded out to all the details i put into that um but yeah i think the end goal would be to build out a van or something to travel with the family but same deal we we went back and forth back and forth and finally settled on a a pop-up um for those same reasons you can you can park it if you need to yeah, if I put a small lift on it, it could probably get us anywhere. Um, so, but keep going. Yeah, no, that that that's cool. Cause yeah, cause we definitely didn't look at the building out ourselves though. That was, yeah, I am not yeah. an engineer or like <laughs> any type of handyman. I'm a, I'll work overtime to pay for that. So, or something like that. But, um, but no, we, we, we found Van Do It, um, company out of Kansas City, Missouri, or Blue Springs, Missouri. Um, and, um, there was a, their van was, was modular. It was, um, Marine grade material. So no warping type of stuff happening. If we bring in, um, our adventure equipment in there, there it can seat six, it can seat four, it can seat two, it can sleep six, four, you know, it was so modular that we could kind of do what we wanted to with it. Um, and then they could build it out to where they could, you know, put a, um, a lift on it they can upgrade the suspension they can it uh, we have you know enough um we run a 400 amp hour lithium batteries that will with solar that charges off the battery so it, essentially we can boondock for as long as we want as long as we have you know full full sun it's it's pretty well equipped to do that we don't need a generator and so that was like what i was like god oh, that's what we need right there um with with the things that we want to do with the places we want to see we we need that and then i looked at the price and i was like oh damn that's <laughs> that is so much money and so i was like so we got to so that's when we, we you know we started saving and you know we we, we saved but prior to that we had we had money money left over because we knew we wanted to do something but we we that's when we knew we needed to save and i talked to what they call our van guru and they told me the other about a year and a half out and i was like well that's you know for us kind of perfect too i mean we can save up for a year and a half too and so i just everything that we we made down hard (laughs) like for that year and a half we i mean i worked weekends we made sure we were able we didn't even ski we didn't get ski passes that was like how dedicated and that 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 for me was hard because it was a it was an epic year when they had uh with no ski passes but um, I knew I had a goal in sight and we, we, we wanted to hit it and we were able to get it this last April and, um, probably one of the coolest experiences, um, going there, uh, flying into Kansas city and going to blue Springs and picking up that van and seeing it for the first time and knowing that this is going to be the memory, this is going to be our avenue to be able to make these memories with our kids and, um, be able to have them bond with each other. It was 
um, just things that kind of just the feelings kind of just flooded flooded my memory of of, of doing things as a kid because um, we had a camper um, we had no we had a pole um, we had a little tent trailer when I was a kid and I just remember all those memories kind of started flooding in I'm like we're gonna be doing this so much that the kids are um, gonna love it and um, they have been ever since we've we've done quite a yeah, bit this year fun. so yeah just scrolling through your page it seems like you're doing something all the time <laughs> <laughs> looking at your page i didn't i didn't realize you only had gotten the camper last april like it seems like you've done a lot uh yeah. and that's really really cool yeah. uh yeah i, I mean do we want to just talk about each of the different sports that you guys go through and how the kids handle it maybe how you actually train the kids up to be able to handle that because that's super intriguing to me i mean as i said i have two young kids and uh i i would say i'm behind compared to you but ahead of the schedule compared to most people um we're, we're snowboarders i would love to get them out on the hill uh we have a little like landfill hill up the road that i could take them to to teach them um i like mountain biking it, we're in michigan there's a ton of lakes and stuff like that uh but don't really have access to a boat uh and then obviously we like we like hiking as well every time we travel we we hike around um yeah take that wherever you want um i know that was a lot yeah i'll start with or skiing um we the, the the nice thing that has been was we have we have a resort within 30 minutes from us um that we go to we i mean the well there's probably within an hour drive we could probably go to five or six different resorts um and um i i knew that i wanted selfishly i wanted to be able to ski um as long um as long as i could and with family too and so that's when we started we, we brought up simon when he was um first when he was like two or three but that didn't work out very well and i so we got to wait another year he was he was not having it i will say our with our oldest kid to make you feel better about life you're not behind our oldest kid really didn't start doing anything till he was like four where everyone else was kind of early but because he was the first kid like he didn't ride a bike till he was four yeah he you know he was I, more i think he set the precedence for the rest of the Absolutely. kids and they saw what big brother was doing once so he was doing it then they were like, like oh, oh i gotta we, do that we gotta do that and they all kind of just followed suit and started earlier Early. than her him because the other he started it's really skiing at four and then the rest of the kids started skiing between two and three and um because they saw and and we would just every every year i would i would essentially just take them on the bunny hill for the full year and i put in hours i mean we'd go almost every weekend um and, just, and as soon as one kid would graduate from the bunny hill we'd split and i would take one and then on the other lifts and he takes a kid on the bunny hill and yeah we had grandpa too grandpa yeah. skis and so grandpa would come in and help out too and take the take the older ones or take the younger ones we especially kind of, when i was pregnant or yeah. we had like a small baby mm -hmm. then a lot of times it would just be him and one kid but yeah yeah we would just we would just have to make sure but we we made sure we brought him up there during the winter time that was our that was our winter activity and then now it's like i said i mean my we got our five-year-old almost getting to the point where she can almost parallel ski certain spots and uh, not have to snow plow and and now the three-year-old can go up on the big lift 
um, and snowplow all the way down. So <laughs> pizza all the way down. So it, it, it is fun watching them progress in, in the scheme side of things. That's mm -hmm. been fun. So just a lot of work, a lot of consistency. Um, and knowing that, Hey, when they, when they can ski, we, you know, we can go hit the good stuff together as a family. And, um, and they're feeling that now too, where they're like, Oh, let's go on the new lift or let's go off the trails and go get the powder. And like, they're feeling that. So then it's like, okay, all that time that he spent on the bunny hill, all the energy that we've put in, it's like, it does pay off. It feels far away, but it, it pays off. And then the cool, other cool thing is like, I ski with my dad a ton and I want that same thing for my kids. I want them to be able to feel comfortable. We're like, I want to go ski with dad, you know, and that, that, that's been motivating for me to get them there so I can spend time with them. And hopefully, hopefully 20 years, they still want to ski with dad. So that, that's my hope. Yeah. I love that. I, and I like that you guys talked about dividing and conquering to do that. I think that's something that, that we struggle with is cause we always, we always want to be right next to each other, but you really got to just give one of the kids one-on-one -on -one time to figure out how to do whatever. Um, but that's, that's great. I, yeah, I'm, would, I want, I want to like hit you guys up offline to talk about how you recycle gear in and out too. Cause I, I would have to imagine that that can get pre pretty expensive <laughs> if you're buying a new board or new skis every single year. Cause they grow out of it, but maybe so many people have done it. There's just like a used market. Uh, well, and at this point we just save them for the next kid. <laughs> like we, we've tried to, <laughs> we try to buy like neutral colors for like our skis and our boots and stuff. And, and, just cycle through that and make sure we buy you buy nice for it to last so for like for like biking for for is, is one good good um example um because bikes are you can either buy really cheap bikes that don't really work very well and don't last or you can buy really expensive bikes and that goes with kids bikes too as well and so we found a company called prevolo and they're based out of california and they specifically make mountain bikes for kids and they do like a they do a 14 inch, a 16 inch, a 20 inch and a 24 inch bike. And we've bought in three bikes from them and they're over, I think we spent almost you know, a, a, thousand, a grand on each bike um, for these. Um, but they have hydraulic disc brakes. They got a front fork. They got uh, for these, even for, we, we got front forks on a, on a 14 and a 16 inch <laughs> bike, you know, and, did, is that a little overboard? You know, it possibly could be a little overboard, but it it's light enough for them to be able to go over the pump track a lot better, able to feel the... And they've lasted three kids. They've lasted And the they kids, will last our fourth. You know, and so. and so, yeah, we spent, you know, like on that 20-inch bike, it was, I think, like 1400 bucks. But it's going to last. And as long as we, as long as we take care we're of not it, always repairing flats, and you know, we're it's not, got tubeless you know, tires like on them too. And so, um, but, um, they just progress and go up with it. So, um, and that's how we try to do with all of our gear with everything is you, you buy nice, you invest in it once, and then hopefully they should last and you don't have to have to do it again. And, and with the if we would have bought like a really crappy bike that weighs 10 more pounds they're gonna hate it but if you buy a nicer bike and buy the nicer equipment to make them feel safe like we have pads 
for him too when we go downhill we got full face helmets like they they fall down go over their handlebars and then they'll get back up and get on the bike again they mean they may cry for you know and we have lots of good mountain biking stories <laughs> yeah. with our kids i mean they've all started young and they all have crashed hard and it was a learning experience it's, it was it, yeah. went with jane with our second oldest um she we this was kind of as, as we're getting into the mountain biking scene we we went to this uh bike park place and she want she's our daredevil she wanted to go over these big old Holy rollers and i'm just and it was on a bike that was not good it was she was wearing like the pedal brakes the, yeah the, the, and she was on she had just a regular helmet on but she went over the handlebars and just road rash all over her face and i was like all right we're in if we're gonna do this we gotta invest in better equipment and better stuff so that's when we just started like this is this is what we're doing full Let's, face helmets full face elbow pads, knee pads yep. gloves everything <laughs> yep. so um that that that's kind of how we're doing all of our gear and, and it's the same same with our ski everything so Okay, and you guys, you guys are in Utah, so there's just like everything. I've already had three guests on this podcast. I think you guys are episode fifteen, and three of them have been people based in Utah. I, I did not know so much about that state until until talking to some people. I'm a little <laughs> jealous of you guys. <laughs> Michigan's great. We got a lot of waters, but we have no elevation. Yeah, unless you drive real far north. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's great. We we got one of the I was saying it before this episode, we got one of those like pedalless balance bikes. Mm -hmm. And I think Cora, our oldest, is she's ready for it, but we just need to get her outside in the summer to start getting her to ride that thing. Um is your three year old actually able to get out on the trails right now? So he does a balance bike. Um, but in the spring We'll transition him. Tyler's taught them all and transitioned them straight from the just the balance straight to pedals. We haven't done training wheels. Seems yeah. to work a lot better. So he can go along the pump. Like so we have pump tracks around here um, that they go on, and he he can run and let go of his feet and balance and just kind of glide for a while. And so that's kind of where we know, like, all right, he's he's got that down um let's transition him to pedals and so we're going to try that this coming this coming spring and see see how he fares with it and um and then it, it's hard though because that's the other challenges i mean then we got our nine-year-old who and even seven-year-old who wants to go on the trails and but then we have this three and five-year-old who you know and so we have to figure out well, no, what we have done is we got a shotgun rider we do which he has on tattoos onto his bike and the kid sits in it and holds on to the handlebars. If you've seen those. Um, so then, the, the, our I mean, five and three year old take turns doing that. So we can hit some up bigger trails, but, but you know, like it just, sometimes you, you do have to it, divide and conquer a little bit just to, to appease the older ones and appease the younger ones too as well. And so make sure they're both still having fun. Uh huh. Yeah. I've always wanted to get one of those, uh, handlebars for the the front of the bike every time i see one on the trail i'm just like oh it looks so fun yeah. i'd be terrified to be the the reason to hurt my kid though yeah 
I I did, and uh, on Adele, we it was bad. I well, not bad, but it was it it made me realize okay, let's be gentle. How to ride with her on there because she so she was holding on, and I went over a bump, and I I came down harder than what I anticipated, and she smacked her face into the bar, and then it bled her um, and bit her lip, and just this big old <laughs> bleeding everywhere on her mouth, and. And that's when we're like, all right, we'll full face the helmet too while she's even on the macro. <laughs> even on the yeah, even even while she's sitting front. And so, um, and then I also have, I'm like, okay, I have to, I still have to write gentle. I'm I'm not, you know, more gentle than. And I thought I was writing gentle. I just wasn't. So, but yeah, you used to. <laughs> so, but you're excited. She she loved it though. That, that's been the other hard thing though. Is Jane and Simon didn't have this shotgun seat where they hold on the handlebars, and so they progressed a lot quicker. Adele has Adele has got used to sitting with Daddy, and she, she gets the thrill without gets, having to work. Yeah, so, so she's, she, like, she's like, I want to be with Daddy, you know. And she, I'm like, no, ride. you got you got to pedal. <laughs> you got to learn how to pedal. We can't do this, you know. And it's the whole back and forth of, you know, we we make them happy, but at the same time, we have to make them work too. That's great. And then, uh, yeah. So how how are they doing with wakeboarding? That's kind of got to be the easiest one because you can just set the youngest ones in the boat. You don't have to like it's one speed at all times. Yeah. So boating is probably my favorite activity, and it's not even one that I grew up doing, uh, but I've just really fallen in love with it. And when they're, when all our kids are little, it was like, they never even wanted to jump off the boat. There was just a fear still there of fishes or whatever they thought was in the lake. So once they got over that fear, then they'd jump out and swim. And then we progressed to getting them on the tube, um, which they all loved. But then it's like, okay, we have to progress more to, to further things. And so this last year was the progression of getting the wakeboard. And so we got a kid's wakeboard and they, I mean, they were excited, but still like, it's still scary. Like it's a new thing. You're far away from the boat. Like, you know, you're strapped in, you're all by yourself. You're not on a tube, like with other kids or an adult, you're all by yourself. Uh, but they just, the first night they loved it. They fell absolutely love our nine and seven year old. And so they got hooked and it, it turned into like, it used to be, oh, mom and dad are going to surf or we'll wakeboard and then tell us when you guys want to jump in the water and we'll do it. And now as soon as we get in the boat, they're like, I'm first, my turn. Like I get to go and we're like, oh, wow, we're fighting you for who gets to go first now. So it's a fun, different, it is. different side to it. And, you know, it becoming a parent, you know, it all, it changes with, with seeing your kids excel at certain activities and being able to see them excel at this, I'm like, I'm my bucket's full. Like if I see them do that, I'm I don't like, need to surf. I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm yeah. good as, as long as you get, as long as I know that they're having fun and they're making progress doing it. Like, like, yes, it's, I love, so I love wake foiling and, and doing that. But if I were just to go out and watch them and see them do it, I'm good. I, I'm fine with fine with going out on the lake and just enjoying time out with them. And, um, so it, it, that, that really changed cause, cause they weren't like that for, for, no, I mean, it, we'd bribe them to get out on the surfboard. 
Yeah, we'd have me. them surf with us, and we'd like, I'll they, give you a quarter. Yeah. I'll give you a treat. Go on the surfboard with Dad. Yeah, and so, and then yeah, like that. We still have to bribe our five-year-old. She's, she's still timid. She's a little more fearful. But her, you know, it'll come, and when it does, then yeah, we're we're not. Gonna, it's like a flip of a switch, almost like one year they're timid and totally shy, but you have to keep trying because yeah. there's going to be that one time where they try it, and then they're hooked. That's great. I remember growing up with family members who had boats and we didn't get to go out on them very often, but yeah, I just remember it being the greatest in the world, you know, fighting over the tubes, trying out the skis and whatnot. Um, it's been a few years since I've actually been out on a wakeboard. Is it making me jealous? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different once you get older, that wakeboarding, it, it hits yeah. your body a little different. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah. <laughs> I have to, I had to do it though. Like, cause I, I haven't done a long, long time. Cause I, I know when you catch that back edge, like you slap your back and your head and you have a headache. And and I, I was like, I got to do it though. I got to show them that it's fun. And so I went out and did it. And luckily I didn't hurt myself this <laughs> last year or, or get a big, huge headache. And, and so I was like, you, I want to do that. And I was like, all right, let's do this, bud. Like go send it, you know? And, and so it, Showing them too that you as the parent can still can still do stuff and that you have fun gives them the motivation to like, oh yeah, I want to try that. That looks like fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's let's switch back to the van a little bit. I, I know that you guys got the van so you can do all the BLM properties or locations and everything. Um I don't really know where I want to go with this, but uh are you guys doing a lot of overnight stuff or because it sounds like you just take the van out on weekends and are you able to actually stay overnight at these blm spots and sleep all six of you yeah so uh it's super cool this is one of our favorite parts of the van uh, we use an app called iOverlander, and when you are driving it'll show you all the camp spots that are around you around your area that you're driving to and whether that's an actual campground that costs or a park where you can park overnight, there's not like a no overnight parking sign um, or even, you know, rest stops that you can park at overnight. We've done that, you know, in a pinch when we've needed to, but a lot of the places Tyler will just find like these BLM lands and we pull over and like, there's some spots that have like, designated campsites you can tell people have camped there before they've made like a fire ring with rocks or there's you know there's signs of other people that have been there but i mean there's like nobody in sight and it's the best part and it's free and it's just you just drive on and you just find your spot and you claim it and yeah that's it and it is it is one of the best parts yeah because it's been good because we can i can leave right after work and not have to take an extra day of pto and we can just leave on thursday and um go for the weekend drive and stay for three nights you know and be able to um and stay in a different place each night. night yeah like we don't have to we typically yeah we typically don't stay in the same spot we we find we just find another spot to stay at and um if we have like a bigger trip plan we usually have like a base camp of work like the tetons this last year we did that for a full week and we had one one place where we stayed at which was which was nice and um, and we're going to be, you know, and Moab, we did that. Moab, Moab as well. we had a base camp. And so it just, 
depends on what the plan is and what we can hit while we're doing it. If we want to be hitting multiple areas or if we, um, but you bring your whole thing, bring your kitchen, everything with you, your bathroom and everything. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's super easy to, to park camp and sleep and we can sleep all six of us in, um, you know, in the van and comfy beds and, and well, semi comfy. We're a little bit, you know, it was squished. It's a little tight, it's but little it's tight. fine. You know. But it's it's better than sleeping on the floor in the tent. So a lot better. We got. I'll add some photos of of your guys' camper. But can you explain to the listeners how you actually cram all six of you in there and and sleep? Yeah. So it has uh, two. Are they called Murphy style beds? Yeah. So so two Murphy style beds, um, and they can actually like fold up if we needed to just use one or the other. So they're pretty cool, but, uh, two beds and they're about like a full queen size mattress between between there, between a full and a queen. Yeah. In between there. So we sleep on the top bunk and then because our kids are still smaller, we have three sleep on the bottom bunk, just going Widthwise. widthwise so that there's more space for them. And then our oldest is on the floor and he's on a sleeping pad and a sleeping bag. And he actually likes it because no one's stealing his blanket or kicking him. So he uh, prefers to sleep down there because we kind of give him the you know option. He's like, I want to yeah. be down there. I don't want to be with the other kids. So yeah. Yeah. And eventually when they're too big to do three on one, uh, we'll upgrade the sleeping situation. So. Yeah, we'll kind of figure it out. We we either will have to figure rearrange underneath one of the beds and maybe fit two more underneath there on the ground on the ground because it has layer the layer that. or we've um we could either throw out a tent or we'll do probably do a rooftop tent on top of the van which is what kind of what we're thinking most likely what we'll do is do a rooftop tent um come when they can't can't stay in the, um fully in the van so i like that i uh I feel like we covered a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about. I figured at this point we could just probably go back and forth and tell tell some high quality fun stories about about the good and the bad of of some of your adventures. Um, I guess I can go ahead and start because I just want to chime in as well. Uh, when we before we had kids, we did this month long camping trip, and we it was truck camping and it was all BLM land. I think we used a site called FreeCampsites.net or something like that. Um, <laughs> something like that but you just you see these pin markers and it's almost like uh airbnb style you click on it you mm-hmm. see people's ratings down there you know mm-hmm. this campsite was fine you know this was literally the side of the road just a spot to sleep and it was so cool having the truck with that because we could get anywhere and the campsites that we stumbled upon were just completely unreal so yeah i love that you guys have this van that can be have no hookup, you know, live off, off the grid for how, how many days do you think you could live out we, of that thing? We could probably, if we were staying put, not moving anywhere with full sun, it'd probably be about four days, four or five days before. Cause you can drive and it'll charge up the batteries again. And mm-hmm. so if we're driving to multiple places. That's another reason why we like to drive multiple places. If we're driving then charges up the battery back to full, capacity and so then we have the ability to use the ac if we need to because that's the, also the other nice thing is we have a high efficiency ac where it 
it's um it's a direct current um ac where it, i think off our battery can run like nine hours nine or ten hours um and so um we've we've used that in this down in the desert it's been awesome so um and then we just drive somewhere else and it charges it back up and we're good you know and that's that's typically but um but yeah water is probably your limiting factor right so what was that water is probably water. your limiting factor yeah, yeah. waters are waters are limited because we only have we have two jerry cans um two six gallon jerry cans and so we have to kind of if we if we know we're going somewhere that hey that's water water we're gonna hurry and fill up what whatever we have it but the nice thing is with these gary jerry cans if we're just driving we have to fill up gas or whatever we can just go inside and the gas station fill them up in the gas station and come back in you know so it's 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 a really easy system um to to, to use and so um but yeah showering will use a ton of the water That's and so yeah so we we try not we try to try to wash our hair and spit bath it and um sometimes maybe and, white bath yeah just be quick <laughs> yeah be very very quick all kids at the same time yeah close them down <laughs> we, we i was always a big fan of the baby white bath i still yeah. tend to do that when we go on trips yep um speaking of showers th this is a pretty funny story you guys might get a kick out of uh the last leg of the trip um before we turned around we went to vegas and we had our dog with us so we literally found a place in vegas to park for free we'd we'd go back to the the truck have a couple drinks let our dog walk around the parking lot uh put the dog back in the truck and in the kennel that we had set up for him uh and then we go walk the strip and we just repeated that all night but before we went to vegas we had been staying in the desert and we were just disgusting and we didn't have a shower system all we had was like a uh dishwasher detergent um jug full of water and we just found some back road to shower uh you know shower under that thing before we got to the city so we could clean up and look look decent to the, to the city folk mm -hmm. and i swear we, we were on this no-name road and something must have happened on this road somebody got lost or hurt because Cops came by, ambulances came by, random cars came by, <laughs> and I guarantee they all saw my naked ass as I'm trying to shower and cover Chelsea up so that so that she's not getting spotted by everyone. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's a memory right there. I like it. Oh yeah. The new the new pop-up doesn't have a shower system, so we have to we're either gonna have to do like a hookup to the the sink pump or something. Just stick that on the outside um but that's something we got to figure out uh yeah tell, tell tell us some stories i'm sure you got some good ones of uh fussy kids and you know I, I time's mean, gone wrong so so many um i mean i i can honestly say that i have held every single child while they have gone to the bathroom on a hike like full on I don't know what it is about our children. They have to go to the bathroom in the middle of a hike. Every like, hike. like poop. Like poop. Yeah. Like like number two. Like we I'm like, why is this a thing? It doesn't matter if it is a mile hike or a six mile hike. Somebody has to poop. <laughs> so 
We've had a lot. You're probably still locked down to a nap schedule, so it's not like you're even going on a long hike either. No, no. No, like, so this is less last a uh, couple few weeks ago in Kanab. When we were down in Kanab, we were hiking the toadstools, and um, Vaughn, our youngest, was like, I got to poop. And we're like. And he's been, he's had a rough coat potty training, and so I'm like, okay, if he's telling us he needs to go, like, he's we probably, have to go now. Yeah. Like, there is no. There's no waiting. There's no half a mile back to the van. And, there is nothing. And so he goes and she helps and then cleans up his undies because they're pooping his undies. And we have to put it in a Ziploc bag. And then um, he's going commando back to the van. And then the two other girls are like, I got to poop too. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding. And we get, so we get back to the van and there's two, two big old porta potties. They go in there and there's poop everywhere. Like, like they're disgusting. Like the they're completely disgusting. I mean, you do not want to even like I would not go in here, let alone make my child go. So, like, no. So we just got our porta potty out and set it in the van. In and the let, van, we're and like, here you go. You guys can go <laughs> poop in the van. So we'll set up our porta potty and you can go in there. And but I mean it's just that's just part of the gig yeah that's just we <laughs> got used to it every hike we go on now we, just, we pack wipes and we pack ziploc bags and we pack yeah. like just what is this? i didn't tell him about the adele throwing up that's always a funny on the last on hike? The hike on the hike we did oh yeah we did have another i don't i feel like hiking always gets us there's always we've got caught in the middle of rainstorms on hikes with all four of our kids and no ponchos, just full rain. Um, we no rain in the forecast, by the way. So that was yeah, fun. and we still just get stuck. <laughs> but but that's part of parenting. You just like have to make the best of it. We went did a hike in the fall, and our youngest she uh, she was kind of acting weird. But we we're like, are you feeling okay? Are you up for this? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. And we were going with family, and you know, I just like, she doesn't look good. Like, and she's just kind of moany and, you know, mopey. And we got quarter of a mile into this yep. four mile hike, maybe. And she just pukes all, all over the trail. Yeah. All over the trail. And, and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to take her back to the van. And she's like, I have to carry her all the way down. And she was not walking and yeah, having fun. So she, Beck is with the other. So then I finished the hike with our other three. And this was another experience where our son was having a hard time. He's had a really hard time with body training. And he was just like having diarrhea, like, yeah, like no. farting every time he'd fart. It would just like come so out. We went through like, luckily we had diapers. Luckily so. I had diapers at this point, but I went through three diapers. And like a hour and a in half. An hour and a half hike. And you just hear it. And then I just be like, okay, I have to change him. And I'm changing him on the side of trails. Like he's laying on my sweatshirt. I'm just, people are walking past. I'm like, no big deal. It's fine. And he, he, uh, he went through the last one mm-hmm. and, and we still had like a quarter mile left and he was commando going, going back. to the. Van. And I was very nervous and I had him on my shoulders and I was just, Give me a diaper. Look at it, like <laughs> running to the van. No one stopped me. We are running. So help me if this kid farts on me and it gets everywhere. <laughs> we made it. We made it to the van, put him in a diaper. Yep. All is well. But that whole night was 
That was fun. An epic. Was the hike worth it? Was that one of those times where it was like we should just stayed back? Yeah, a little bit was like we should have just stayed home. We should have, you know, because he we knew he was having issues with his potty training. We but it was hoped that he was yeah he was doing better. You know, it was but. a cool hike though. We um and so we wanted to do it and like at sunset and everything and we weren't doing anything so we we wanted to make sure we went out and did it. But, and it was one of those instances too where like. The nine and seven year old were like, well, let's go. Yeah. We're like, good. we're good. Let's go on a hike. And so we just kind of had to suck it up with the yeah, other true. the other things going on. So Yeah. And then I mean, enough of enough of potty stuff. Um <laughs> but we there was another time that was kind of interesting, you know, having first aid kits on hand, because you never know when they're gonna do something we had one of our kids sliced um, when we were mountain biking you know um sliced his shin open and um i didn't have i didn't have any steri strips on me or it didn't have any like glue on me and we just had like a band-aid and i think i think that was it <laughs> we luckily were close to like the national uh, park uh, station and they had some stuff for us to use but well and you had to we biked there but then you had to bike back and get the van and it yeah. like yeah. made the whole route. Yeah, I mean, and that you know, there's been a lot of learning, a lot of learning of what we need to be taking with us, yeah. and um, we overpack, overpack now, and overprepare now, just because of things that have happened that we want to make sure that doesn't happen to us again. So that's great. I, I do you feel like your friends are? as adventurous as you guys are a lot of your friends do a lot of your friends have kids and are they going out of their way to do a lot of this stuff um one thing that i'm finding is that uh we have different friend groups with or without kids and when they have kids they just seem to kind of hunker down and one thing we've always said to each other is you know we're gonna we're gonna adapt our kids to our lifestyle and not let them change our lifestyle um, it's, it's been challenging doing that with, you know, two very young kids. Uh, but I think we do a pretty good job and it, it sounds like you guys absolutely do. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious where your friend groups are at and if they're in a similar boat or not. Well, we have, I mean, I think, like you said, we have a lot of different friends, right. And different that we've carried through different years that we've met at different places um, and we're finally, actually, I think this last year is when we found our most adventurous friends to like do stuff with, mm -hmm. uh, cause we had friends and we had friends with kids, but yeah, our kids were always just way more adventurous. Um, and we, we're the ones going on trips and we're the ones that are gone and, you know, uh, but we are finally, like we went on a trip to Goblin Valley with some friends that we came close with this last year and they brought their kids and they have a cool trailer that they brought and so and then we have another set of friends that uh, tyler met at the gym and they ski their kids ski and so we can go skiing with them up at the same resort and so it's taken time but we're kind of to the stage where we have we have a couple friends that yeah, yeah. but but the, to your point though there's a lot of a lot of people that Oh, I mean, yeah, this is rare. Yeah, like this like, has been years of 
like not having friends that do stuff. So yeah, and um, yeah, I mean it's and it's it's hard to find find like-minded people like that to be able to say, hey, come with us or do this with us or we're just going to go do it by ourselves because no one else really wants to take their kids and do that. Well, and, and to maybe other people's credit, we're a little more extreme. Like, <laughs> And we're not very relaxing on trips either. So we're like, we're waking up. We're going to go hiking at seven and then we're doing this and then we're doing that. And a lot of people are like, whoa, that's, you know, so I, yeah. we, are, we are extreme taste. It's like, so. yeah, like we did a, a hike to deal to delicate arch, um, in Utah, you know, at, at dusk to where we wanted to see the moonlight and at delicate arch with all of our kids, you know, in the dark with headlamps on and everything like, and kid friendly hike. When we see kid friendly hikes, we're like, well, like any hike, is any, hit, any hike is really kid friendly to a point, you know, and as long as, you know, you, give it a go and see how it goes and then come back, you know, and, um, you can always turn around. You always can turn always. around, always yeah. turn around. And so, um, and if, if you have to scramble up and they get a scramble now, so, you know, like they, like there's, there's always positives, I think to that, to be able to be a little bit harder, um, a hike. And then they, now they can hike seven, eight miles. You know, our kids are, you know, our nine and seven and five year old have hiked, um, yeah, this last, this last, uh, Kanab trip, we did a six and a half mile hike and our five-year-old hiked the whole thing, walked the whole way, you know, and, um, she, it's because she's been doing a hiking before with us. She knows that that's the drill and sometimes she goes on the shoulders and sometimes she doesn't, but kids um, are way more capable than yeah. we give them credit for. And yep. I think that's what we want to, we want to show parents is that not only do your activities not have to end, but your kids are so capable of joining you with your activities. You just have to be brave enough to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess the last thing is you guys have four kids. It's probably impossible to find a babysitter for four kids. So (laughs) you either just sit at home and you don't do it or you, you give it a try and see how it goes. Yep. No, yeah. Impossible. And and we just, don't want to put our money towards that yeah. too. The only babysitters we employ are our parents. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. And, and I mean, they, they watch them here and there. So, um, which has been nice, but yeah, we, we try to do things, um, together as a family. Cause really like, that's the whole point of the van, um, was getting the van to spend time with her you know, I look back at these trips that we all take, you know, what's my favorite trip? What what's the trip that I really remember? And I, it's, it's all of them. Like, I don't, it's, it's being able to build these, these, uh, these um, relationships with these kids. Cause you know what, you get them for 18 years, you know, at, at the least, and then, and then they're gone. And hopefully you built something with them during those 18 years that they come back. And if they don't, you know, then, I, I hope they do. And, and these, so that, that's what I want to hold on to is, is these 18 years that I build with my kids so that they do go come back and they do want to spend time with dad, dad and mom again. Um, cause that, that's what life's about is, is family. And that's mm-hmm. what the van's there for us to do is to provide us those experiences. I feel that. I feel that real hard. 
I think that's a, honestly a very good spot to end this. Um, why don't you guys give us, give the audience a plug of your social account, anything that you want, any last words, and then we can, we can tie this up. For sure. Yeah. We, uh, we started the Instagram account and we are actually venturing out onto YouTube as well. So we're going to be sharing more in-depth footage of how we actually pack our van, how we actually do all of the van stuff, a full day in the life, uh, more than just snippets that you can have at Instagram. But yeah, you can find us at Instagram at adventure or six. So with that van in there in the middle, but, um, yeah, it's super fun. We share tips for parents for hiking, mountain biking, skiing, boating, all the activities, as well as just, we just want to motivate parents and families to get outside because that's really where we have found the most peace and the most bonding with our kids. We're better parents outside. Um, so much better parent outside than I am. <laughs> uh, we just, everything's just better and time moves slower and uh, the memories we've created outside and doing these things together are the things that we're going to hold on to the most. And so we just want to encourage other parents and families to be able to have that same experience. Well, you guys have definitely motivated me. Um, I, yeah, we already have a bunch of trips planned for this coming year to go camping with our pop-up and awesome, sweet. yeah, yeah, I need to, we need to continue doing that and try to introduce them to some of these sports that you guys are doing and other parents are doing. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. This was fun. It was really excited. It's exciting to meet you guys and actually hear about your story. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Uh, no, this has been great. Thank you so much. Tyler, yeah, for, no, seriously. For thank this. you. Thank you for listening to the High Quality Fun Podcast. If you guys enjoyed this show, please give us a follow. And if you have a good story or just want to say hi, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or YouTube. Thanks for listening.